Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today I've got for you some fantastic stories from r slash best of Redditor updates. The first was actually posted in 2015, making it one of the oldest stories I've ever read. There are some crazy updates in this one that you're not going to want to miss. But before we get into that, just want to explain what this episode is. A couple of weeks ago, I posted a similar sort of episode on my channel. You guys absolutely loved it. It was about an hour of unedited, raw, entitled parent stories. The best ones I could find. It was pretty chilled, you know, no cuts. My raw reactions to things in the moment. And you guys really loved it. The feedback was genuinely amazing. The views are really good. And uh, yeah, so many likes on it. So I thought, you know what, if you guys liked it that much, let's do it again. Today, I'm on r slash best of Redditor updates, one of my favorite subreddits right now. To be honest, it probably is my favorite subreddit right now. And this is the story. Parents who are in their 40s treated me, a 21-year-old woman, very badly, and I cut them off. Now, they want a new beginning. It's, it's an absolute... It's an absolute epic of a story, guys. If you're ready for it, make sure to drop a like on this one. Subscribe if you're new to the channel. Also, this is going to be a bit more of a laid-back episode, so make sure you, you grab a drink. I've got a, I've got a coffee here. It's going to be chilled, and um, yeah, we're going to we're going to get through this, and it's going to be amazing. Now, I will just say that I haven't read this story. I've I've skimmed it just to make sure it's it's good enough for you guys, but I don't know exactly what is going to happen, which makes it more fun because you're going to react to this at the same time I do, pretty much. So without further ado, here we go. A little trigger warning to start from OP. Child neglect, favoritism, golden child syndrome. Not ideal, fair enough. And a mood spoiler as well. The lion, the witch, and you know what? No, just eject them into the sun. Right, here we go. Again, July 16th, 2015 is when this was originally posted. Sorry if this is long, OP says. I have a non-identical twin sister. The two of us couldn't be any more different. She is lucky enough to be very beautiful and tall and very good looking. She's always ticked every box on her looks. I wasn't so lucky. I wasn't on the beautiful side and I was shorter. Right now I'm 5'1 and she is 5'8. She was also better at making friends and being sociable while I was always her awkward sister. Now I know I'm on the autism spectrum, but I was only diagnosed two years ago. Parents never bothered with that. Ah, now you know you're on the autism spectrum. Wow. Your parents never bothered? I mean, that is that is tragic. Anyway, none of this makes my parents horrible, says OP. I mean, I beg to differ, but fair enough. What makes them horrible is the way they treated me and my sister. They always treated her like she is an angel and treated me like I'm a loser. This goes back as early as when we were three and four years old. For each 20 picture that they have of her childhood, for each 20 pictures, they have maybe two or three of mine. Literally, they have over 10 times as many pictures of her, and most of mine are of both of us. She would always get a lot of attention from everyone, and I got none. My parents spent much more money on her too. Say if they wanted to spend $100 on clothes, 80 would go to her, and 20 would go to me. 
Their reasoning has always been that she's more beautiful and it's worth spending more on her. She gets a lot more attention. Well, nobody looks at me anyway, so why bother with better clothes? They've literally told me that many times. Imagine your own parents telling you that. How's I going to make a kid feel? Goodness me. I was in a sports team. They never once came to see me playing while they go and see my sister cheerleading every week. Extend this to everything and you know the story of my life. I hated every second of my childhood. I hated my sister. Yes, I know that none of this was actually her fault. I worked on myself with a therapist, so I no longer feel any hate or blame towards her. To be fair, I do not blame you for that. You're obviously going to hate her, even though it's not her fault. I mean, you want everything she has. You want the attention of your parents, which you're not getting. You're going to be extremely jealous. That's so fine. OP says, since I was 15, I was counting the days until I'd become 18 and could leave and never come back. And that is what I did. That is the age which you can leave home without parents' consent where we live. I left home the day after my 18th birthday. The night before, my parents threw a birthday party for us. Well, for her. Their gift for her was a $1,000 gift card from a luxury designer brand. Goodness me. Now for me, wow, I got a $100 gift card for a bookstore. What? They argued that this $100 gives me the same level of ability to buy the things I like, books, as that $1,000 would to her, expensive clothes. Okay, their logic. They knew I was thinking of leaving, but they had no idea I wanted out ASAP. I left that day. They asked me to stay and allow them to help out, but I was like, I've had enough of you, leave me alone. <laughs> and I'm not surprised. I think as, as tough as that is, I'd have to do that as well. I mean, nobody wants to be forced out or, or, or have to leave their house as soon as they illegally can because their parents are so awful. But in this situation, what, what is the alternative? If your sister is getting 10 times the amount of money as you for your same 18th birthday. Absolutely insane. And the logic is just ugh, so dumb. Anyway, I never made any contact with them after that. As soon as I was able to, I moved to another city to get even further away as I hated that city too. They called and texted me for a while, but I never answered or replied, and I changed my number eventually. I also removed them from all my social media. I said it so that if they sent me any emails, it would automatically get deleted, and a reply would come as this, automatically deleted, do not waste your time, and that would be sent to them. That is the current status of things on my side. Okay, there we go. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty uh tough upbringing isn't it to have this and yeah what are you supposed to do i think you've done everything you can do it's just it's horrible but i mean your parents are a disgrace it's a, they're an absolute disgrace now i will say that that obviously this is gonna this is gonna uh i don't want to say exaggerate or, or get a lot worse but i will say that having had a little skim what is to come is genuinely mind-blowing from these parents. Like, you think they're bad now, guys? Have some patience. They are awful. Let's carry on. Two days ago, my dad sent me a message on Facebook. My initial instinct was to delete it, but I opened it and I started reading. This was the first message in months from them. He explained that he understands that they were not good parents and they did a lot of wrong, but maybe we can start over. He asked if I can come over for dinner at some point so all of us can get to know the new each other better. I haven't responded. I don't know if I should give them another chance or just delete this message and don't look back. 
That is a conundrum. And not one that I'd want to be in. Because, again, as I say a lot of the time in stories like this, no matter what's happened before, these guys will always be your family. And for that reason, I think just biologically, you're going to want to, you know, have them in your life. But is that the right thing to do? Honestly, say probably not. Right, let's get into some relevant comments. Lordika, a commenter down below on the original post, said this. What do you want? Do you long for a repaired relationship with them or are you happier with them out of your life? Great question. You might explore your options with a therapist. Remember, if you aren't ready now, you can always respond with a maybe later, I'll be in touch. Very, very sound advice there from Lordika. Opie replied, I wanted a good relationship with them for many, many years. When I was growing up every night, I prayed for them to become nicer to me and like me for who I am. But that was three years ago and my world is much bigger now. I'm thinking of talking to my therapist about this. How sad is that? I mean, jeez. Then somebody else said, my first thought is maybe your sister needs a kidney. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, those of you that have been around for a long time on my channel may remember I think, I think I'm right in saying, I read a very similar story to that in which someone actually did, after years, get in contact with a family member, acting all nice. And it actually was because they needed a kidney transplant. And I don't, I can't remember if it was a brother or a dad or son, but they were obviously the best match. Unbelievable. But yeah, OP says, to be honest, that came to my mind at first when I was reading the message. That's tough. I mean, so tough. And then someone else said, did you not have grandparents or aunts and uncles who tried to tell them that they were being unfair? I have three daughters. And while I have probably done birthdays where I didn't spend the same on them, they at least got what they asked for. Parents aren't perfect people, but my gosh, your parents need a kick in the pants. I do think that is something that you learn as you grow older, that your parents are also humans. Like I'm at the age now, 25, where I could feasibly be a dad. And I look at myself and I think, goodness me, some of the mistakes I'd probably make would be catastrophic. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't do things like this, guys. Cut me a little bit of slack. This is actually disgraceful, as I've said. But yeah, I mean, this commenter is right. Parents are just people. They do make mistakes. But this is this is not good. This is a bit too far. OP replied, oh my goodness me, this is so sad. They were all in on it. What? Grandparents, aunt, uncles, everyone adored her. And were at best indifferent to me? I remember my grandfather telling me to learn from my sister to be a nice and popular girl that everybody loves. I was maybe 12. Uh, I'm going to have to have a drink. Uh, hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What? What is wrong with this family? I mean, what is wrong with, what is wrong with people? I can only imagine how horrible having a family like this would be. In fact, I can't even really imagine it. 
I actually can't. How is that? I was expecting there OP to reply and say, yeah, look, my parents are bad and, and the rest of my family tried to tell them how bad they were being, but they just couldn't get through to them. And ultimately I live with them and there was nothing I could do. I could go and visit my grandparents, my aunt, my uncle, whatever. And it was nice. And they give me stuff and be kind to me. But no, everyone in, the, in this person's family is just a jerk. Or worse than that. I mean, this is like bordering on abusive, isn't it? It's got to be some form of emotional abuse. <sighs> maybe the maybe the uh, the trigger warning was fair enough after all. All right, so that is it for the initial post. Um, but on July twenty third, twenty fifteen, again, you know, almost nine years ago now, we got this update. Thank you for your comments and suggestions. Op said they were super helpful and helped me see things a lot more clearly. Love you all. This is a big, big update. And it's something quite shocking. I've got to go back to my therapist. This is what I said earlier, guys. What you're about to hear will genuinely blow you away and, and not in a good way. Is that a thing? Getting negatively blown away? Who knows? But if it is, you're about to be. Before I get to it, a lot of you asked about my relationship with my sister. Well, there's no relationship, really. I spent all of my childhood hating her and never really had a nice relationship with her. She was not like my parents, but they had spoiled the heck out of her and she sort of always saw herself as the better one of the two of us. Not surprised there. And right now I don't even blame her for that. Yeah, you know what? I agree. It's literally what I was about to say. I would see myself as better than my sibling as well, probably for a large portion of my life. If everyone was doting on me more than them, I'd say there's got to be a reason for it. Remember, this your sister's just a kid here. She doesn't know what's going on. However, Opie says, on the day that I was leaving, I gave her a hug and told her that maybe if we had different parents, we could have really been sisters, but it's not how it turned out in this life. Maybe we can make up for it later ourselves. I told her that if she wants to talk to me about this, she can call me and we can meet up. She never called me. You know what? I don't, don't really think that surprises me, but I have to say massive respect, Opie, for, for being that courteous and selfless. To not like massively blame her. I'm probably not sure I could. As it appeared from the last post, I went to talk to my therapist about this and she suggested that I can initiate some conversation and see how it goes. Based on her assessment, she was happy if I wanted to go and see them. I just need to understand that there is no obligation to go or stay good. OP replied to their father's message with the following. Hi, dad. For us to ever have a chance of seriously starting over, you owe me an answer. Why? Now, I expect an honest answer, OP says. No, why what? No, come and let's talk in person or anything of that sort. Just give it to me straight. Believe me, I can handle reading it if you can handle doing it. If you're not willing to give me that, then I'm not willing to start over. He came back to me the next day with a long message explaining why. Let's get right to it. Now, this... It's the part that I've been talking about the entire time. This is going to shock you. My dad told me that him and my mum wanted a child and only one child as they didn't have the resources and energy of having more than one. They realized that we're twins that screwed up everything and actually made them sad rather than happy. <laughs> Brutal. They decided to give one of us up for adoption. They looked around and even found a couple. In case you wondered, I was the one they decided to give away because I was smaller and my eyes weren't blue. Yeah, that is how you decide which one of your kids to keep. 
They arranged everything, even took me to, to go and see them, I, I presume a couple, yes, but that couple bailed out before signing the papers when they saw me and my sister. Their conscience couldn't handle separating twin sisters like this. After this, they looked for, sorry, yeah, uh, actually, I was a bit surprised there. Some sane people, apart from OP in this story, took me, took me uh, back there. But yeah, obviously, they couldn't handle separating twin sisters. Who would do that? I mean, nobody would do that at that age, apart from, for some reason in this story, their actual parents. Ridiculous. After this, my parents looked for some couples and nobody seemed willing to adopt one of two twin sisters. I wonder why. They entertained the idea of putting me into foster care, but they couldn't live with themselves if they did. What, so they can live with, like, putting you up for adoption, but you're not allowed to go to foster care? Okay. I think that says a lot. Stranger couples who so badly wanted to adopt a child couldn't be heartless enough to separate twin sisters, but their freaking parents wanted to do it. It's beyond me. Exactly. So they had to raise me themselves and they didn't enjoy it at all. In their minds, the fact that they didn't put me into foster care was a favor in itself. <laughs> right, okay. More than what I apparently deserved. And that is why they never cared to do more for me. Their full-time resources belonged to my sister, and the small part of it that got to me, they saw it as me taking what's my sister's away. That is how they saw me. No wonder my childhood turned out the way it did. I just can't believe what I'm reading. My dad said that deep inside, they always knew what they were doing was wrong. Okay. But they could never step up and do the right thing during this 18 years. Why not? Well, they thought that changing the dynamic would negatively affect my sister as she's now used to being offered more time and resources and I'm used to not getting it. So making it more equal would be a luxury for me and a pain for her. They thought that's not fair for my sister to be in pain for the sake of my luxury. Again, their logic. I don't even know what to say to that. Me neither. Again, just absolutely bamboozling and just so, so stupid. Let's get an IQ test done on these guys, by the way. I mean, what are we thinking? Comment down below. I'm going to go for like six or seven maximum. Maybe five. It's got to be around that sort of number. Ever since I left, mum and dad are having trouble. My sister is off to college and they're alone now with all the time in the world to think about what they did. They've been to marriage counselling and according to him, that has helped them see everything clearly now and see how cruel they were to me. Well done, guys. Oh, I just knocked over my deodorant. But anyway, well done, guys. You needed marriage counselling to tell you you're abusing your child. Idiots. Confirmed. He says they want to start over and make up for all of it if I'm prepared to allow them. I don't think you should, you know, OP. I just I think this is getting ridiculous. This is quite shocking for me. This explains a lot about why my childhood turned out the way it did. I'm going to be honest. I wish they'd given me a way for adoption. I really, really do. I could have been with adoptive parents who really wanted me rather than with my biological parents who never did. I still don't believe that they have changed though. This can be the result of my sister, their golden child, being away and not spending as much time with them and then trying to, rep and them trying to replace her with me. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I'm sure that is what's going on here. I don't want to do that at all, but I don't know. I've got to talk to my therapist. So, guys, please give me your opinions again. You guys, so useful to me last time. Your help means a lot. Right. <laughs> That's it. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Let's have a look at some of, the, some of the comments down below. I'm going to sort this by top. 
So that these are the most upvoted comments down below. And this is the sad part about this entire story. This was posted just a day ago on this subreddit. What, what subreddit was originally posted on, I'm not actually sure. But you know what, let's, let's find out. Let's find out. What subreddit was it originally posted on? Ah, r slash relationships. Not surprising. That is why it's in the title of this episode. But yeah, as you can see, if, you, if you're watching this, nine years ago, and, and, and brutally, sadly, there's somehow not an update to this. This, this commenter has said, there's no way this is over. There'll be more. Then sees the date, July 2015. No, I need to know how it went. And yeah, I agree. Bringing this to best of Redditor updates now is so cruel. Eight years have passed. Eight years ago. Someone else has said, it says something about the parents that they wanted to give her up and thought she was stealing from her sister just by existing. It says more though, that they didn't feel bad about it until 20 years later when they had nothing to do but think. And again, the only way for some weird reason that, that this kind of, I don't know, like the, the, that they understood what had been going on was by going to a therapist. I mean, how is that possible? I just don't, again, I just don't really know what, what's gone on here. It shows that they shouldn't have been raising any kids. I agree with that. Kids having a fair list of opportunities, love, care, resources would never be taken away from the other siblings. I agree. I dread to think how these people would have treated the original poster if she required more care than a usual child. Oh my goodness me, great point. They sounded more than happy to keep just letting the poor kids suffer while seeing her sister get 90% or more than her and every adult in her life acts like that's normal? I really, really hope she told them off and didn't go back to them. They don't deserve it. And I agree. But but sadly, guys, <laughs> again, as, as the first commenter said, we, we don't know. We don't know, which is just such a shame. I guess, like, maybe you could argue that is one of the bad things sometimes about this subreddit. I mean, the reason I like it so much is that you often have, you know, conclusions to stories. The stories are finished and you're not left wondering what happened next. But on this one, you are. I don't know. Get in the comments down below. What do you think? What do you think happened? What do you hope OP did? What do you think OP did? Because who knows? There might be different answers. I hope they're not. And I just hope that, yeah, OP understood. And I feel like she was getting there that, you know, maybe it really is just because my sister has left the house now and they're left wanting some attention from one of their daughters. I don't know. They'd obviously rather it be your sister, but you know, you're about, let's get in contact with her. Fill the void for a few years before hopefully our other favorite golden child comes back. I don't know if she's gone to college or whatever, but yeah, crazy, crazy scenes. And um, that is going to do it for this episode. Oh no, wait, got ya. <laughs> it's not funny, but uh, I do have another story for you. I do have another story. And this one, let me tell you, you thought the last one was crazy? Well, this one is probably less crazy, but uh, no, this one actually is more crazy. And um, yeah, these trigger warnings on this one, I will say, listen to them because they are, are legit. Right. Am I the jerk for not telling my boyfriend I won money 15 years ago? Pretty innocent title, I would say. But just just wait. Just wait for this one. Trigger warning. Discussion of feces. Mention of blood. Again, I've scanned this one quickly. This does happen. It's not that bad, though. I, I wouldn't be triggered by it. But again, just word of warning. Mood spoiler. 
uh, OP, the, well, the person that's posted this on r slash best of has said, I'm borrowing the original poster's lines here. I've never dated crazy before and I'm absolutely gobsmacked at his insanity. Now, while the first post in this episode came um, from July 2020, oh, what was it? 2015. This one is uh, February 1st, 2024. So what? Just, just a month ago at the time of recording. I don't know what I did wrong or if what I did is wrong and I need some advice. I didn't want to post this on my real account because I'd like to be as anonymous as possible. My boyfriend, who is 35, and I, a 35-year-old woman, were discussing finances as we wanted to be on the same page. My boyfriend moved in with me unexpectedly three months ago as his landlord decided to move into the property with his family. We were discussing finances and the topic of how I own my place came up. Oh, and I have just clicked on some weird things. Uh, and if, by the way, if you do want to see what I look for on Reddit, let's actually have a look. There you go. Fantasy football. Pro revenge, nuclear revenge. These are my favorite things to look up. A little bit of a, a, a tidbit of information there about me and uh, what I use Reddit for when I'm just chilling and not reading stories. Although it looks like I'm still reading stories, to be honest. That is what I do a lot. Anyway, where were we? Um, we were discussing finances and the topic of how I own my place came up. I explained that I won some money. Not a lot, but enough to be able to put myself through nursing school, purchase my home, and have some savings back in 2009. And I bought my place outright and then rented it out until I moved back into it in late 2018. Obviously, I had some luck on my side as this was right in the middle of the recession, so I got my place for real cheap. He says, I deceived him by giving him the impression that I was financially well off and that I led him to believe I was more business savvy than I was. Okay, how has he jumped to that conclusion? Unless I'm missing something, you you won money, right? Again, not a lot. And you bought a cheap home and you went to school. Like, okay, I don't know exactly how much money that is roughly going to be. Probably is a decent amount, to be fair. But apparently that, that means that you've deceived him? I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all. Anyway, let, let's carry on. I don't know how I did that, OP says, because I literally work as a nurse, make decent money, fully own my home, fully own my car, have decent retirement plans and decent savings. I'm fairly certain that I am financially better off than most people I know. Okay, he says that he can't trust me anymore and that he was stupid to have listened to my financial advice. But the thing is, I never gave him any, except for telling him not to buy a car that was, in my opinion, unreliable and much too expensive, which, let's be honest, is pretty reasonable and obvious advice. OP asks, did I deceive him by not telling him how I got myself financially stable? FYI, we've been dating for almost a year and a half. No. You just got some money. Why do people need to know how you made your money? Like, it sounds to me as if you've got a very reliable job and you've, you're in a great spot. If anything, I'd be, I'd be happy about that as your partner. So, you know what, fair play. Like, you've, you know, you've got your house outright. You've gone through nursing school. You're a qualified nurse. You're doing well. You're chilling. You, you know what you're doing. You clearly have a good relationship with money. Why does it matter how you earned it in the first place? Also, the, 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 the first lump of money that you get is, is always the hardest bit. Once you have, you know, your house, a mortgage, you've got your job, you've been through school, you've paid off debts or whatever, money surely then becomes less important in that, in that exact moment. 
you know, like what what more do you need than a, a solid job and a house? And and you have those two things. Why do you now need to be earning loads of money and be really financially savvy? I don't really see why you'd need to do that. It's very, very weird. Surely you can just be happy for someone that they, they have a house. I mean, nobody my age, I mean, apart from like two people that I know has bought a house or owns their house outright. But no one owns their house outright, that's for sure. So I, I, I just say fair players is great and keep it up. You're doing a great thing no matter how you got the money. Like, does that also mean that if, sorry, I know I'm rambling, but if someone gets a lot of, you know, inheritance money that, oh, actually that money is kind of, you know, not yours in a sense that you didn't earn it in the right way and therefore you've actually gone down in my estimations because the money wasn't earned by you again no i don't really care uh, it's also not deception it's just what a weird word or a weird take to have on this okay uh editor's note here edits i just had oh sorry the editor of of who's put this up on best of has said all these following edits occur in the same day within eight hours. Okay, so Opie edited this and said, I just had another very weird conversation with him and I honestly can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, so he's definitely a gold digger. Okay, he asked me how much I have in savings and seemed impressed with how much and then said maybe he reacted too aggressively. Then he asked slash told me that he still wants the car I advised him not to get. He hinted at me getting it for him as a birthday present since it's his birthday in early March. I'm definitely dumping him. I'm going to wait till my two sisters and my two brother-in-laws can come over before I break up with him in case he reacts crazy. I mean, that's not great. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> Being in a relationship with somebody that, that, you know, you have the potential or you can see the potential for them to go crazy. That's a bit scary. Edit two. He's jealous and also resentful. He is ranting about how he would have tripled the money if he had won it. You're meant to be in a relationship with this person. What is he doing? Edit three. He's saying that my money is wasted on me because I don't make it make money. Apparently, I should have been investing my savings in high yielding stocks and other stuff. FYI, I do get financial advice from a financial advisor that I trust, but I'm a risk averse person, so I'd never invest it in the manner this idiot is telling me. Sure, the chance to get a lot of money is there, but so is the chance to lose it. Exactly. It's your and also the main point is is your money, and it sounds as if you got a lot more than him. Doesn't matter how you got it in the first place. Now, an idiot who got the amount of money you did would not have put themselves through nurse school. Would not have bought a mortgage on a house or pay for the house outright. They would have bought an unreliable car that's really overpriced, and instantly the moment you buy it would lose a load of value. Let's be completely honest. I don't know why this guy is chatting so much. You know what I mean. Uh, ridiculous. Edit four. He's now in a crazy rant because I suggested we take a break from this argument as I don't want to ruin my few days off. My God, I can't believe how he's behaving. He thinks he's so clever, but I'm thoroughly disgusted. Oh, it is absolutely over between us. Edit five. Okay, so I understand him better now. Mm, okay, this is interesting. My house slash the property it's on is what led him to believe I was much richer than I am. He assumed I was loaded. So me telling him I actually got lucky angers him. Then when he found out how much in savings and assets I have, he perked up and had a change of mind. He's now telling me that with just a quarter of my money, he can show me how to invest in the stock market and make real money. Oh, he is genuinely deluded. Okay. Now I do just want to say that I think 
<laughs> this is probably not worth saying, but I, and you guys know this already. If you do have a lot of cash, it is obviously, and this is not financial advice, obviously, but this is just like common knowledge. It is good to put that money to use in some way rather than just letting it chill in a bank account and lose value over years. Um, so the the general principle and the point that he's making is is a fine one, but that's with your own money. And if you want to do that, if you're a risk averse person, there's nothing wrong with just leaving it in a bank and, and having it there. I mean, look, we saw in the recession when OP, you know, he bought used used the money to to buy a house for cheap. But having having liquid cash there was was great and if you had invested into lots of other things you know the stock market property whatever you lost a lot of money so if you want to be completely safe that's what you do obviously you know it is it is probably advisable to invest some of your money in something and not have it all in cash but you've you've also purchased a house that is literally investing money i don't really understand what this guy's what this guy's doing the main point being that it's not his money so why is he trying to you know chat load of wash but anyway that is it for the first post. Some people asked down below, how long have you been together? Were you together when you won the money? They've been together almost a year and a half. I didn't even know him when I won my money. All right, now let's let's get into an interaction here between uh, a Redditor down below and OP. Someone said, you're obviously not the jerk here and not in the wrong. It sounds like he is insecure because you make more and or have more success than him. Yeah, exactly, I agree. He is putting you down to make himself feel better. Yeah, there's definitely an inferiority complex going on here. Nurses make bank. They work hard hours and are compensated accordingly. Simply ask him, knowing how you probably earn 100k per year and another 30-40k in overtime, if he believes you could own your home without your prior luck. Because unless it's a mansion, buying anything in the recession was cheap and as stated, you likely make bank. If he feels like you don't deserve your home because of some chance or luck and couldn't afford it, offer to move into his comparable home that he purchases. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not sure. Oh my goodness me. Take it all back. Uh, I was going to say I'm not sure about the numbers here for, for a nurse's salary, but then I, again, I have no idea what country this takes place in, but I've just seen something there. Wow. Honestly, I don't think he recognizes your success, and I think you need a long chat about it over a bottle of wine or three. He can either be proud of you and drop it, or he can be single. Apologies for, for touching my mic there. OP says, I earn a bit over 200k, uh, and with overtime, I earn more. I also know I could buy a fairly decent place now if I wanted to, and I base that on my colleagues who purchased their homes in the past few years. Yeah, I think if you're, if you're earning over 200k, you're doing pretty well. Uh, you're doing very, very well. Uh, that, that is phenomenal. Uh, does your boyfriend not know you earn that much then? I guess he doesn't. But I mean, just that. In, I wouldn't tell him that, by the way, if he doesn't know, because what you're trying to get to the bottom of here is, is what is he really insecure about? But I mean, clearly, you know yourself. You are, you're very financially well off. You're doing very well. That's phenomenal stuff. Uh, yeah, fair play. Opie continues, you're right, I'm definitely going to ask him. I was just so taken aback by his response to me sharing things with him that I was genuinely perplexed as to what I did to cause such an argument. Still important to recognize how much luck plays a part in wealth, OP though adds. I absolutely recognize that my win put me in an extraordinary position. If I didn't win, I would have had student loans and other debt hanging over my head. 
I've never thought of myself as superior or more worthy than anyone else for being financially stable. No, but, I mean, and yes, that is true, but it sounds to me as if you would have been able to pay off this debt relatively quickly. Maybe, yeah, you would have had to wait a few more years before buying a house and you would have had to rent. Fine. But if we're talking like in terms of financial years, how many years really is that putting you behind where you're at right now? Five maximum? I know it's a lot of money to go to to like doctor school or whatever it's called um, in whatever country it is. But I don't know. You don't have to pay it all off at once. You're earning over $200,000 now per year, maybe more with overtime, as you said. I think you would have been completely fine anyway. Let's be completely realistic. That is a fantastic salary. Opie continues, I literally grew up very poor and that money changed my life and the lives of my sisters. So I absolutely recognize the privileges and opportunities it gave me and what it continues to give. To an extent, I agree. But now you're killing it on your own. You can you can win loads of money. And we hear about lottery winners, right? That win a load of money and in a couple of years they've lost it all because they're absolute clowns, spent it all on stupid cars, didn't you know use it to, to actually benefit their life in the long term. And that's it. So yes, you made you made money from from a little bit of luck. Who knows exactly what happened there? Sounds to me like probably some some form of lottery win. But that's it. And, 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 you know what you cho chose and choose continually to do with that money is is up to you, and you do very very well. Right. More on the boyfriend. So they did talk about money. Op says he said that he had 18k in savings. In regards to him moving in, he was definitely given a 30 day notice, and he looked for a place. In fact, I helped him with it, but the rental market was just a bit brutal. So we agreed he could move in and yes, he pays rent. My jaw dropped when he hinted at me getting a Tesla for him. Talking to him the past couple of days has literally hurt my brain. He says one thing, then the next will be contradictory to the previous thing he said. He hinted at you getting a Tesla for him. I think this guy just likes cars. That's it. And he's looking at you and, and, and really trying to, you know, get a car out of you, if anything. It's clear that he's a gold digger. OP says and finishes here with this post. He was never like this before. I guess moving in made it difficult to hide his crazy. And maybe that is the that is the final point, really, before we get into into an update here. You just probably didn't see these red flags or he didn't show them to you. He is a gold digger. And yeah, moving in is impossible to hide those things. Simple as that. Now, quite obviously, OP was voted as not the jerk. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, get in the comments down below. Do you think that OP could possibly, the jerk, possibly be the jerk here? Obviously not. Right, three weeks later, we got this update. I've been repeatedly asked to give an update and here I am. This is posted on February 22nd, just 10 days or so ago. So my sisters and brother-in-laws came over and I asked him to leave. He got very angry and argumentative. While he and I argued, my family packed up all his stuff and put it in his car. He didn't have much at mine, as most of his furniture and other bigger items were already in storage. He couldn't believe that I'd break up with him over such a little thing, as if he hadn't spent three days yelling and ranting at me. He finally left and is now staying at his parents' house. His parents called me to ask what happened. I explained the situation and they said it was for the best that we broke up. Okay, so maybe they're actually, unlike the parents in the first post, sensible and reasonable who knows it can happen there can be sensible people out here and in these stories i didn't see him for a few days but he called and texted a whole bunch and it was just him flipping between being regretful of his behavior to raging at my audacity and stupidity then i got a call from mike one of his friends 
and he asked me what happened because my ex-boyfriend was telling people that he broke up with me for being a cheater. <sighs> right, okay, so now he's just trying to slander you. Apparently, he caught me sleeping with some random dude. Yeah, actually, your financial advisor. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. This guy, I mean, look, we can say what we want about the financials and, and him being a gold digger, etc., etc., and you finding out the truth about him. Ultimately, he's just a dick. Plain and simple. And I really hope that I censored that live. Otherwise, YouTube are not going to like that. But uh, yeah, a dick he is. That's all I can say. I explained the real situation to his friend and he laughed, saying he was wondering when he'd bring up his money schemes. Oh God. So we had a long chat and he told me how my ex had recently lost a lot of money in trading. And that's what had him stressed and anxious. It's also what pushed him over the edge. Apparently, he was angry with me for not taking the same risk that he takes. He complained to Mike about me being a risk-averse person. Mike told me to move on and to change my locks because my ex apparently had a history of being nasty when dumped. He was right because a few days after that, my ex broke into my house. And here we go. This is the reason for the feces trigger, guys. Took a poop on my kitchen counter. He was arrested while he was in the process of evacuating his bowels. Uh, oh my goodness me. I obviously changed the codes to my security system so he couldn't get in with the old codes. And by the time he'd broken into the back door, the police were already on their way. He tried to tell them that he was my boyfriend and lived in the house. But what resident breaks the back door of their house and bleeds over the entire hallway, then takes a poop on their own kitchen counter? He spent the night in jail and was bailed out the next day by his parents. They called to apologize and I told them to never contact me again. I'm also in the process of getting a protection order. And here is that same quote that we read at the beginning. I have never dated crazy before and I'm absolutely gobsmacked at his insanity. I, I can't believe what I've just read. If, if, you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, you would have seen there. Just utter shock. And dismay on my face. I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy. But we're not done, guys. We're not done. Let's get some comments. Someone asked, what was the process of cleaning that up? <laughs> why do you want to know? I mean, do I even read this? I do. But why do you want to know? I'd arrived back to the house, OP says, while he was in the back of the police car. And one of the officers recommended a cleaning company that specializes in biohazards. <laughs> Luckily for me, they could have someone come in the morning for an emergency priority fee. And honey, I was happy to pay. My brother-in-law also temporarily boarded up the back door with some leftover plywood he had. Then I paid a guy I know to replace the doors and I paid extra for some real solid and heavy doors. He also painted the hallway. The cleaners had to use harsh chemicals to get the blood off and it damaged the paint. He'll also be remodeling my kitchen for me. It is outdated and I've always planned to fix it up. If there's ever a good excuse, in my opinion, to remodel your kitchen, it's your ex pooping on it. <sighs> Jeez. Honestly, didn't even go in the house. I saw what I needed to on the security cameras. I was too devastated. The cleaners, though, did do an excellent job. There you go. There's always a silver lining, isn't there? That is one thing. Some more info on the forensic cleaner. <laughs> God. I had to call them. I called them up and explained that I needed cleaning of bodily fluids, the blood and stool. They agreed to take me on and could have the team arrive in, a, in the morning. 
The cleaning company specializes in forensic cleaning and biohazards. They're an independent company and do not work for the police or the government in any way. I paid just under two grand. Oh my goodness. This included the cleaning fee and the emergency priority fee. I mean, to be fair, you're not going to get a lot of people wanting to clean up that sort of stuff. And that's probably why it's so expensive. The police did take pictures of the house and had me send them my and they had me send them my security camera recordings. Right, good question here. After that, I can't really quite believe what I read. How did the history of being nasty when dumped not come up before? This is a valid question, but I, I, I to be honest, can already kind of understand why it wouldn't. Because who's going to say this? And why would one of his friends say this to you? It would just be a weird thing to say. But anyway, we did discuss past relationships, but obviously everything was a lie. Yeah, not surprising. He had told me his last ex cheated on him. They were together for three years and Mike told them that it was true. But I was missing the part where she had only cheated as a form of payback before she broke up with him because he had repeatedly cheated on her. Yeah, I mean, selective memory, obviously just lying. Nothing you can really do about that. And I'm not really surprised that this didn't come up in the past. It's just something that was always going to come up at one point. But you can't blame yourself. Not that you are, by the way. But you can't say, oh, how didn't I see this sooner? You see the good in people if you're a good person. Obviously, you wouldn't expect something like this. Right. A question about cameras and removing access to things. OP is on it. Literally have cameras all around and in the house. He hasn't contacted me since his arrest. But if he does, I'm absolutely keeping notes and informing the police. I never thought of this, but I went ahead and changed all my logins and my Wi-Fi username and password. Thanks. Great point. Oh, imagine him just like being a creep outside your house, getting all your info and, you know, he probably still has, obviously, the the, the, the login for the, the username and the password of the Wi-Fi. In fact, he would, unless you change it. So yeah, good stuff. Someone asked, where did the blood come from? God, that is the last question. When he broke down the door, he also damaged the glasswork it had. The glass obviously shattered and it sliced up his hands and forearms. They weren't deep cuts, but it was enough to make for a shocking crime scene. He then went into the house with blood all over the hallway and parts of the kitchen. He used some of my kitchen towels to wrap up his arms, so blood was also in the kitchen area. When he was arrested, the officers did call for an ambulance and he was treated on site while I was speaking to one of the other officers. And there we go. That is the end of the absolute abomination of a story. What do you even say to that other than just ridiculous? Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, get your comments in down below. Could you have seen this earlier? I guess that's the main point. You know, when you're in a relationship with somebody and you love them and you're a nice person yourself, as I said, and you see the good in them. Do you think that there, there may well have been warning signs before this? Could OP have spoken to Mike earlier and really got the truth? I don't think she could have done personally, but maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe there, there probably would have been signs. But I just feel like, you know, when you really love someone, you can sometimes look over their, their negatives until maybe something like this happens. Who knows? Overall, crazy couple of stories there in, in, in that one. And uh, yeah, that is the beauty of the subreddit. One from 2015, one from just a week ago. Equally as good in my opinion. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, once again and you like these sort of chilled out, unedited episodes, then let me know in the comments down below. Uh, I'll put up on screen, actually, the other one I did, if you haven't seen that one yet, and you want another similar style of, of, of video to that, click on it, subscribe to the channel, take care of yourself, and I'll see you very, very soon. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.